Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi my loves, welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. Always a blessing to have you back and be in your ear or in the speaker of your car, whatever. I'm excited or I'm curious to know where you all usually listen into my podcast and where it's usually playing. For me, I always love listening to podcasts, especially early in the mornings when I'm making my drive to the gym, when like nobody's out, the sun hasn't risen yet. And right now the fall brisk air is just everything all the serotonin is running through me. I'm such a freaking autumn fall like whore. Like it's my gig, my jam, and everything. Um, one, also my go-to drink at Starbucks during the fall time is always a pumpkin cold foam cold brew. It's chef's freaking kiss. Like you have to try it and let me know what you think. I also wanted to briefly have like a little like chit chat session in the beginning before I move right into the topic at hand. But I don't know if it's a thing for you, but I've been so into like angel numbers, like not, not like reading into it, like co-star or into deeply, like just enjoying it. And I feel like it's a coincidence, but also kind of like maybe a sign from the universe whenever I'm tripping or like when I'm like freaking stressed out or I just need like a grounding reminder angel numbers just really speak to me like at the best times and when I am least expecting it and for some reason for me I've been seeing like 111 so freaking much and I read into it a little bit but I also kind of forgot but overall whenever I just see those numbers I just remind myself to just stay still in my journey and be present with myself like overall like of course I can read into the the definition and the meaning behind the angel numbers that I'm seeing, but I also try not to bug out too much about it and just live my life with intentionality and purpose. But low key, let's like read <laughs> the definition of what 111 means because I look it up all the time and I keep forgetting. But the angel number 111 is associated with spiritual awakening. I'm Googling it right now and that's what it's saying. The angels are encouraging you to look within and discover your real purpose. You may be approaching a new phase in your life that will give you a greater sense of self-worth and confidence. Okay, okay, angels. Okay, how I'm like honestly actually interpreting that is like, for me and my regard, I feel like now I'm kind of entering the season of entrepreneurship, really finding a lot of passion in my podcast and my personal brand and the coaching business that I'm creating along the side of Fruit Glutes and the whole nine yards. I feel like this is kind of my purpose right now. As you know, I've posted a lot of fitness content in the past and I'm slowly making the shift away from fitness and more to kind of be more deliberate in the sense of like, okay, this nine to five or working in nine to five, juggling a personal brand, podcast, small business and building all these different things. And that's kind of like my purpose and my motivation right now. So I think that shift in purpose kind of speaks into the angel numbers of 111 in regards to the spiritual awakening. So maybe that's the thing, that's the universe telling me to bitch, um, stay focused. <laughs> that's kind of always what I'm always telling myself whenever I see like, 
a triple number like that is like, okay, like I'm on the right path. I'm on the right path. Like, especially whenever I'm having a doubtful moment or episode in the day and the week, an angel number kind of like gives me like, oh, okay. Like I'm doing something right. You know, like it's just cute. It's, you know, it is what it is. It's a little girl's moment. It's like you, you doing the damn thing or whatever. And the universe, mother nature is on your side. Like stay focused, girl. That's kind of like how I interpret it. <laughs> Other than that, I feel that things are going well giving you also a debrief of my mindset and where i've been at i guess just going right off of that like with the spiritual awakening moments of my life and the angel numbers i feel that one i've been doing really well um honestly this past week i took a week off after the launch packing all the orders granted i have i have a few more orders i need to pack for fruit glutes and sh- to ship out this past week has been has been very low-key for me. I've just been laying low, hanging out with some friends, my girlfriends. I watched the last um, series episode or movie. I don't know what to call it when it's like in that entire saga series of Twilight. Like, what do you say when it's like the last episode, the last movie of that series, I guess? Whatever, whatever. It was like Breaking Dawn Part 2. It was freaking iconic. Like, I freaking conic. Edward Collins all the way. Team Edward, like, plow me daddy <laughs> i cannot believe i just said that like daddy sorry daddy is literally edward collins like he is so fine anyway but i watched that last episode with one of my best friends sarah it was such a little girl's kiki moment and was everything my soul needed after the launch after the build-up to the launch packing the order sending it all out and the go 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 like honestly like i needed to find some time to recharge and replenish my soul and that was exactly what I needed. Sarah and I went out um, to get Chipotle. We went back to her place and then we threw Miss Thang on and we vibed out. It was such a night and I really needed that for my soul. It's like, not you, it's always like the little things for me, you know what I mean? I think we're always looking for the flashy things or the big ticket items to ensure that we're taking care of ourselves and investing in ourselves. But it's like, truly, sometimes it's a glass of wine. I'm on the couch. I'm watching a freaking movie with my besties. And that's all I really need. So who's down calling it a date? Let's go. Okay, well, I think that takes you up to speed and up to date with what I've been up to and how my last few days and weeks have been going. I guess it leads right into today's topic of defining and redefining success and what that looks like. I think how I came up with this topic was because, you know, right now, as I'm a young 20-something-year-old, just trying to figure out my career, my ambitions, my purpose, and living in that alignment that I always talk to you about, I'm really just trying to figure out what it means to me to define success. And and I really wanted to get clear about that because I don't want to live a life where I'm always just trying to reach and in search for some arbitrary goal or whatever goal that might look like and get there and feel so unfulfilled and unhappy because the entire time I was just rushing to get to wherever there, quote unquote, there was. And I was never present in those things that mattered, such as spending time with my family, slowing down, looking around me, like, I don't know, like freaking as something as cliche as going to a pumpkin patch, grabbing coffee, having the windows down in the brisk cold breeze. You know, like I'm just trying to paint that imagery for you, but I just don't want to miss out on those things that actually matter, like the health of my family, my health right now, and where I'm at at this current stage of my life as I'm trying to work towards those goals. Like, of course, having goals and ambition is something that's truly mesmerizing and motivating and awesome, but 
what good does it do when you rush to the end of it and you have nobody to celebrate with or you feel empty because you missed out on so many other opportunities that were present with your life but you missed out on them because you were just so focused on other areas of your life that you had to drop the ball on those present moments that are never going to happen again. You know what I mean? So I found that redefining success for myself and redefining and understanding what it means to be successful and reaching my goals while working toward my goals, still finding fulfillment and purpose in the present day has been very important to me. I actually listened to a podcast episode by Kathy Heller of Don't Keep Your Day Job. And in one of her episodes that I downloaded because I personally loved it so much, I saved it on my phone to re-listen. And one of her examples that really stood out to me was essentially there was a phenomenon in a case study of A-list celebrities that were working really hard towards winning the Oscar. And the study was done after somebody wins um, the Oscar the next day, they feel depressed and they feel empty because they thought that this big pivotal moment was going to bring them lots of deep joy, fulfillment, and purpose, but that wasn't the case. Like They didn't finally feel that happiness, that purpose that they thought that they were going to feel when they finally achieve it. Um, granted, obviously, it's case by case, but overall, just trying to paint that imagery and example for you of that big goal, right? Like You're working, 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 and you get there, and you're like, oh, okay, Like well, I have it now. Okay great. Like, obviously, you're going to be happy and excited in that moment for the brief second, but like a day, a week later, you're already thinking of the next thing, thinking of the next goal, a bigger goal than that previous goal and how to, you know, lapse it by tenfold, right? And although, again, like I talked about, that success piece and that fulfillment means so much and it's awesome and it's amazing to have big goals, but the more you continue to rush through your life to get there, wherever there is, the more unfulfilled you're going to be because you're always just waiting for those next things to feel happy. And I feel that in a way, it can be so toxic and addictive to be like, no, I can't be happy right now until I'm at that next income threshold or I have that job title at work or I'm finally moved out of my hometown, whatever that might be. Like, if You can't be present and still and control your mind and be intentional and be purposeful with the time you actually do have and control the things that you can actually control in the present moment. You're wishing so much precious time, energy, and effort away. And I'm here to just remind you that you have to be still, be present, be still. I said that, (laughs) be still and be grateful, express gratitude and be purposeful with your time. And I think for me with redefining that meaning of success has shifted a lot as I'm working towards my small business, working in my nine to five at an amazing company and establishing myself within my career. And right now, like as a young 23 year old, I think my main focus has been my career. And I've been really trying to shape and reshape what it means to be successful because granted, like I'm so blessed and so grateful to have those sellouts that I've had for Fruit Glutes and I've established a small business and I've hit milestones with my podcast, but I had to be very careful and intentional because I started to hit those those milestones and I started to form new expectations for myself that were higher, bigger, and honestly strained my mental health a little bit more than I intended and I wanted that for myself. And it was such a disservice because I think, let's, let's say for example, I had a sellout, right? Which I did. I've had two sellouts so far 
and the most recent drop I have a few left in inventory and I was upset with myself because I was like holy shit I didn't sell out like I'm a failure I didn't sell out like I did in the past and I'm mad at myself because I've sold out the past few times I knew this was gonna flop I knew it I knew this was gonna go well I started to derail in those negative limiting beliefs and thoughts that wasn't of character for me and again I'm human right and needless to say let me preface of course I'm grateful of course I'm blessed and I'm thankful for every single purchase of the small business and I'm happy of where I'm at because I worked so hard to get to where I'm at currently and granted although I'm not where I want to be see I'm catching myself right now um, although I don't I know that this is just scratching the surface I have to realize that it's these baby steps of reshaping my mental like narrative to make sure that I'm setting myself myself up for long-term success right if I'm going to be bogged down in the minute details of those learning beliefs, like I'm going to crash and burn, you know, like, and I want to set myself up for long-term success, long-term happiness and sustainable happiness. So I have to be intentional with the narrative that I'm creating for myself. And what type of narrative am I going to create for myself if I'm always having all those limiting beliefs? I'm having expectations to me that those arbitrary expectations that nobody put on me other than myself you know like I think I started to want to sell out because I started to set those expectations in the past and I had to reframe this narrative and remind myself that hey like every launch isn't going to have a sellout every sell means the world to me and I'm grateful for it and I was able to realign myself with my purpose of my business is not just about a sell it's not about a transaction ever or I I never want it to be that way, right? My business is aims to empower minorities, aims to empower people of color, people within the LGBT community, first college graduates, students, and any minorities within our community. And I want to be a community builder. And I knew that being bogged down in the minute details of a sell and the revenue and all that stuff was not at all aligned with why I started Fruit Glutes. And I think those areas of questioning and rewriting my narrative really got me grounded again and reminding myself of my purpose for start, like why I started the business, where I envision it going, and knowing that the purpose is much greater than just one transaction, right? Granted, I'm very grateful once again for any transaction that happens within Fruit Glutes. I have to remind myself that the goal is a lot bigger than just one cha-ching it's more than that it's to give back it's to empower change empower people to elevate themselves and that's exactly what i aim to do with my brand and my message right secondly i think expressing gratitude for what i already have what i've created and what is already there really reels me back down in the present moment as well and all in all allowing me to reshape that narrative of what success looks like within my business and within my purpose and within all that i do and the actions that i take in order to live in that alignment and let me preface, you know, I'm not trying to sound selfish or greedy or, you know, always just trying to make a sale with fruit glutes. That's not at all my purpose. I think I started to align success with a transaction because I realized that, okay, like in order for me to tap into more resources, I need to make more sales. I need to be able to be the expert in the field to show people that they can do it too. And I started to have these expectations and pressures over myself in order to be perfect and have every launch go smoothly and I started to put all these pressures on myself to look like I had my shit together so that I can 
empower that motivation that I wanted in others by being the perfect version of myself. And I think I started to stray away from that purpose, that alignment, that why, and that mission that I essentially was trying to deliver, but I was defeating that purpose and was being more counterproductive and damaging than I had realized. And that's not the character I wanted to build and that's not the brand that I wanted to embody. And so I realized I needed to take a step back in order to really have that epiphany and knowing that my purpose is not aligned in this. My purpose is aligned greater than just that one transaction. So I really had to talk myself down and then finally realizing that success had to be reshaped and that topic in my mind and what that meant for me to be successful had to really restructure itself in order for me to have sustained happiness and sustainable like well-being for myself in order to continue to serve because I cannot pour from an empty cup and if I wasn't going to do those that inner work for myself I was going to be such a disservice for myself not only myself but the people around me as a byproduct and I knew that for me to serve at the scale that I want to whether it be my podcast my business my personal brand I had to really reel myself back down and work on myself first and then preach the preach that I always want to with you on the podcast and the soapbox that I try to get on. You know what I mean? And I always try to lead by example and show you that I'm going through all of this in real time as well. You know, like I have deep fulfillment that I want to tap into. I have deep joy that I want to experience and deep motivation that I want to empower others by. But I wasn't going to do that if I was going to be so caught up in the nitty gritty details of um, a sellout or if I was going to get into this limiting beliefs that wasn't serving me any longer, I had to really raise the, ne- the necessity, write my own permission slip to rewrite my narrative and redefine what it meant to be successful. So like I talked about, I talked a little bit about gratitude as part of success, your purpose, living in your purpose and alignment as being successful, quote unquote, like all in all, also being obsessed with the process and not what the process can produce, right? Like with my launch, using that as an example again, just focusing on the process of it, whether it be creating the inventory, packing and shipping all of it and sending it all out and seeing you enjoy the products that I release those moments are most fulfilling to me and those moments is when I feel like I'm a success story and I'm successful and not to toot my own horn but for the sake of the example just trying to kind of give you some imagery and example of what it means like to define your own success in your own terms um, and not comparing yourself oh my gosh that's such a big thing too it's like as you compare yourself it's the thief of your joy like As long as you continue to compare yourself to all these different people, you're going to rob yourself of so much fulfillment and pride in your own journey because don't you ever have those moments where it's like you feel so proud of yourself up until you compare yourself to somebody who's doing something five steps ahead of you and you're like, oh, well, I'm not them, so I guess I'm shitty, you know? And that's so defeating and that's such a disservice toward the path that you created for yourself because you have different variables to your own equation this is your own trajectory your own journey you know yourself best you have different resources at hand you have a different up upbringing you have different trauma different different a different mind, a different heart. And that's what makes you, you. That's what makes your story so unique that somebody's going to purchase from you. Somebody's going to lean into you. Somebody's going to find 
solace in speaking with you and fulfillment in speaking with you because you have a journey, trajectory, and story that's going to inspire so many other people that that person you're comparing yourself to might not have, you know? And I want to remind you that that is your superpower, your distinct purpose, your distinct trajectory and story, plot, narrative, rising action, like you are the main character, you are the main character and you just have to lean in on that gratitude piece, follow your true north and understand that this is your own trajectory and nobody can do it as well as you can. I think as I'm talking about redefining success and redefining your narrative in order to serve you and stay steadfast in your trajectory, you have to ask yourself better questions. Like, how are you going to rewrite that narrative, right? So obviously you want to start off with asking yourself questions. And the biggest one for me within this area of focus is how do I want to feel every day, right? Like, I want to feel happy. I want to feel deep joy and pride. And I know I'm not going to feel that way if I keep getting bogged down in the minute details of well, some X and X is doing this. Like they're doing better than me. Like I'm, they have more followers than me. They have more resources, more money, da, 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 da. And that's just going to keep you so paralyzed in making and taking an action, right? Just taking initiative toward living the life that you want. For as long as you compare yourself, for as long as you're tuning into those, the noise and the expectations from society, your parents, your friends, your job, and what they're telling you to do and who you should be, the longer you're going to feel unfulfilled, unhappy, and defeated, and you're going to feel unaligned with the path that you're supposed to be walking, right? For as long as you're not living in alignment with you, the longer you're going to feel empty and deprived of that deep joy and fulfillment. And I'm not trying to have that life for you. And that's not the life that you deserve to live. You don't deserve to to coast throughout life and think, oh, like, yeah, collect my paycheck to paycheck and or collect my paycheck, invest in my 401k, um, retire at 65 and a half and I'm good. I'm Gucci. Like, really? Well, are you really going to wait until 65 to finally live your life? How unfulfilling would that be? Right. And your path, what does that look like? What does that narrative look like? How are you going to find joy in the process and every single day, even on a normal Monday morning? How are you going to find joy in those little moments and celebrate the little wins and find those those blessings, right? And my thing is to f- make everything feel like a miracle. I know it sounds so woo-woo, but just try it on for size. Everything is a miracle. You waking up in the morning, you being able to move your body, to brush your teeth, to put on some clothes and go to the gym, to a coffee that you're sipping on, that's a miracle, right? It's all about perspective. You could easily be out in the cold, no roof over your head, no clothes on your back, um, no gym membership to be going to, no car to transport you, no legs to carry you on your weakest days. And I know, okay, girl, I freaking know it sounds so woo-woo, but just try it on. Just try it on for size and rewrite that narrative. And it helps you put things into perspective when you look at things in that type of lens, right? Like you won't know until you walk the walk and just try it on for size, right? And I'm just here to challenge your beliefs, challenge your day-to-day and your normal thinking and trying to make your mundane days feel not so mundane and find the excitement in the little things. And while you are trying to stay steadfast along the journey of manifesting those big dreams and goals, you're going to get there. So you have to have the courage to understand that there are hard days. There are more hard days coming, to be honest, bestie. Like there are hard days waiting for you, waiting to challenge you, challenge your patience, your grit, your resilience. But hey, you 
are not trying to live an easy freaking life. Easy is going to rob you of that deep pride, that deep fulfillment and joy, right? Think back to the day when you felt so damn proud of yourself. You felt like, hell fucking yes, like I did the damn thing. Those days came when you stayed steadfast enough to see the other side of it, to stick it out long enough to see what it can produce and give to you. And although I know I tell you not to be obsessed with what it can, what the process can produce and to be grateful for the process and what it is. Of course, you're going to stay intentional along the way, right? But with all those cum- accumulated steps along the way, it's going to lead toward that bigger payoff that is so much bigger than your imagination, right? For example, me with my podcast, I did not know where at all to start, but I just got on the mic. I invested in my first Blue Yeti microphone. I figured it all out day by day, one step at a time, and we're almost like a year into this baby and we're going strong. Next year or next month is my one year mark and I look back at all those days I showed up for myself, released an episode every single Monday. As you know, I haven't missed a beat. And I think back like, holy shit, I did the damn thing and I'm so freaking proud of myself, right? Um, And I I just stayed steadfast. I never thought of like the end game. I never thought of it. I never gave myself a plan B. I focused in on my brand. I focused in and hyper-focused in the message I was going to produce and what I wanted to provide. And that's all I stayed focused on. I stayed hyper-focused in me, aligned myself with my goals, my ambitions, and stayed grateful along the way, even when the going was tough. So again, have courage and understand that we all suffer. We all have hard days and hard days are coming. But the thing is, you've overcome 100% of all those past bad days, right? So bring them on. Bring them on. Welcome them full throttle. Show up authentically as you. Have courage. Have faith. Persevere. And express gratitude. With all those said, you're going to be able to rewrite your narrative and every single day show up when the going gets tough and knock fear down on its ass and keep going, right? I'm so incredibly proud of you. I'm so blessed to share this journey with you. Thank you so much for listening in on today's episode, my love. And please also know if you liked this episode as as much as I enjoy always making it for you and considering how consistent I've been, I would really appreciate if you left a review in Apple Podcasts, write a review. It takes like nothing but two seconds and share this with a friend on Instagram stories. It's been the best way to get my word out there and my message out there to other besties like us. And I just want to be able to spread my message, you know, to the masses and be able to inspire other people as well. So I would really appreciate your love in that facet. But with that being said, I'm so damn proud of you. I'm so grateful to have you here. And until next time, I'll catch you later. Have a blessed day. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.